Hello ladies and gentlemen, Comard here with Comard's NFTs bringing you another Comard's class. Today we are going to be talking about da, 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 business planning part one. Some of you guys might be asking, what's, what's the point in business planning? Well, I'm going to ask you another question. How do you know where you're going if you don't know how you're going to get there? Okay, so yeah, we're going to talk about the very basics today in business planning. This is going to be a multiple part series. And as of right now, it looks like it's three to four parts in length. But before we dive into the actual content of the class, I do want to talk about our sponsors and let you know that this show is being brought to you by King of Hearts Radio. King of Hearts is a fellow creator within the space who produces a ton of music and is just a super overall nice guy. He does provide all of the background music for the show and we appreciate him so much. And honestly, the show would not be the quality that it is if it were not for him. Now, starting off with our tier two sponsors, we have iRise NFT. Guys, if you're not familiar with iRise NFT, they are rooted in empathy, committed to equity, NFT art with a real world impact, bringing eyes to social issues. You can find out more about their project at iRiseNFT.org. Next up, we have Zeller Visuals. Zeller Visuals is a mixed media artist that produces documentaries, photography, and photos, as well as a filmmaker. In the meantime, she's also producing a Web3 series of collages that talk about truth, equal rights, and independence. Zeller Visuals can be found at zellervisuals.com. And our last tier two sponsor is Astro Zero. Guys, this is an up and coming one that I stand firmly behind. I love this marketplace and the things that they are building is phenomenal. And they are a community driven and designed to empower all NFT artists. You can find out more information about Astro Elon and Astro Zero at AstroElon.net. Next up, we have our tier three sponsor, the Draco Leopard Gang. This project is packed with story and just amazing comic and art and so much utility into it you definitely want to check it out and their art without fire is like humanity without passion and success is only a mindset away and that is the draco leopard gang that you can find at dracoleopardgang.io Without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, I do want to go on ahead and get into the material because we have a lot to cover and it's so informational. Guys, if you do not have a pen and paper handy, this is one of those times when I would tell you, get a pen and paper. Now, these outlines are available through the show notes of the podcast when we release it. Additionally, I do release the show notes and or podcast notes over on Signal Calls. That is our newest home and uh, community that we're building over there. You guys can absolutely download those at your convenience as a PDF so that you can look through them and see exactly what you need to be seeing in order to help you build out your business plan. The purpose of this lesson, you guys, is to help you guys in the development of a business plan. If you already have one, that's great, but you might need to peek it. You might need to tweak it a little bit, and that's okay because this class is going to kind of help you get a better idea of what should be in that business plan. And if you are in the Web3 space, and I don't care if it's with an NFT collection, if you're just messing around with cryptocurrencies and investing here, taking out there, whatever, or even in the metaverse. Guys, you are a business. If you expect to turn over $1, you are a business. Don't care. Sorry, don't know what to tell you. As such, though, you do need to make sure that you're operating with your best foot forward. Now, the only way to do that is to make sure that you have a thorough and completed business plan. Because again, like I said a few moments ago, how do you know where you're going if you don't even know how you're getting there? 
Now we are here to help with that, you guys. What is a business plan? Now a business plan is the foundation for your business, and this is according to the SBA, otherwise known as the Small Business Administration, for those of you that are in the United States. According to Investopedia though, a business plan is a document that defines every possible detail of your business, including your goals and how you expect to achieve them. Guys, if you don't know how to, to achieve those goals, you're never going to get there, right? And for most of us that are in the NFT space and specifically the Web3 space, we oftentimes see projects come out with these roadmaps. A roadmap for a project is not that far off from a roadmap for your business. Oh wait, that's a business plan. So the business plan does pretty much the exact same thing. It's directed at your overall business. And additionally, a business plan will also show you any potential obstacles that you may run into in the future. And with that knowledge, you're going to be able to address those obstacles as they come into view. What is in a business plan? Guys, there's a lot that goes into a business plan and, the, and there's typically six types of business plans. So we're going to start with the types of business plans. And this is according to a uh, small business crawl. So there's a startup business plan. So if you've not been in business yet and you're just toying with the idea and, and starting to build it out, then this is probably the plan that you would want to think about starting with. But I'm going to tell you right now before we go any further, Comar's NFTs took all of these plans and melded them into one. That's why we have more than 200 hours into our business plan. But this startup plan, again, it's typically if you're just coming into the market and, and getting ready to build out your team and maybe your projected team members, maybe you're looking for investors that are also going to require some financial analysis from you. Well, that's what's going to be one of the topics that's included in a startup business plan. Additionally, you have the internal business plan. Guys, this is probably, for most of you that have teams, one of the most critical and important pieces of information that you're going to be able to provide, not just to investors, but to your upper management who's helping you run these teams, whether it's a, a marketing guru, whether it's a community development manager, whatever it is, this is how you're going to go about setting this up and figuring out what the expectations are for each of those people and how it's going to operate on the internal level. It will also just Describe the company's current status, profitability, operating costs, and if the company has or will take any capital investments. And not to mention, guys, any investments you get generally have to be paid back unless you go from an angel investor and or sometimes a VC. Depending on what kind of a VC you find, there are some of those out there and those are typically referred to as angel investors anyway. The plan often includes the market analysis as well as your target and or deal consumers. It will also include your mar the market's impact on your company profit and income. So let's talk about the next type of business plan, which is a strategic business plan. Now this plan is about showing off all your core strategies that you're going to be using to achieve any of your company and or business goals. And it quite literally would be much like a roadmap for most of you that know NFT projects within Web3 and the roadmaps that they have. The only difference here is really going to be that oftentimes the business plan, as far as the strategic plan goes, is going to be much, much more detailed than that that we find on your average roadmap for an NFT project. And most of the time, this type of plan will include several key elements of business such as the company's mission statement the company's vision where do you see yourself in five years critical success factors brand and company objectives 
and the strategies that the company is going to use to achieve those objectives of the company and brand. Next business plan type we have is called a feasibility business plan. The feasibility business plan is the purpose behind what it is you're doing and to determine if it's really going to be feasible or viable. If it's not viable, guys, you're in trouble already. So one of the big things that I recommend you guys do right out of the gate is determine the viability of any new projects and or businesses that you guys may be thinking about starting up in the future. With regards to what's included in this type of plan, it generally will include a number of sections that describe the need, the ideal customer and target with the demographics of that target and that ideal consumer. If you need capital, it'll document that in there as well. Now, let's talk about your operations. The operations business plans are generally held for internal use as well. They tend to show the details of how your plan to operate the business from within is going to be. You know, so again, it's very detailed. It's going to show your brand and company deadlines. So if you set deadlines for certain things and goals for certain things, then it's going to show the, it's also again, going to show your upper management expectations and roles, as well as members of the team or employees and their expectations, how you plan to compensate those positions and or team members. A growth business plan is a business plan that is to show how the business will brand and grow as well as all associated costs of growth and projected revenue streams from the growth plan. It will also include detailed strategies of how you will grow as well as if you're seeking any additional funding and or capital for an expansion of your businesses. Those investing or the potential investors who may want to invest will want market analysis reports you guys and they're going to also want projections of the profits and loss as well as the potential and detailed description of your business. You need to know very clearly that it is important that you know what each plan's purpose is and where it needs to be placed within your business plan. Because if you're seeking capital, whether it's from an angel investor, a bank, a capital investor or a VC, they're going to want these things laid out in a very specific manner. Number one. Number two, they're looking for very specific key details about your business plan. And some of the things that we've already discussed based on a type of business plan are part of those. So that's one of the reasons why Comards went on ahead and we went just like way over the top. But like seriously, I think my business plan is somewhere around 430 pages long. Um, it's 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 stupid long. Um, anyway, guys, VCs are going to look for certain information. Now, what I will tell you is if you submit your business plan and it's 430 pages long to a VC, it's going to make it right into file 13. They're not even going to look at it. The reason is, is because that initial look is generally they lost through like your market analysis, your profit margins, your loss expectations, any growth plans you have. And that's about the just of what they look at. Outside of that, they don't care. The reason they don't care is because they're there for the dollars. So if you send them a 430 page business plan, don't even expect it to be read because it probably won't be. Now, generally speaking, most people are not going to be as thorough as what we have been. And that's okay. Our business plan, I want you to understand, we primarily use it for ourselves. We're not seeking outside capital from anybody. We're not uh, looking to merge with another company or another organization in any way. We are our own. And so our plan is typically for us and us alone. I will share some pieces of that business plan with you guys as we're going through over the next few weeks, but there's some of that that I'm not going to share with you guys because in my mind, that stuff is proprietary. And now a word from our tier three sponsor, Draco Leopard Gang. From the beginning, the universe has teemed with sporadic life across infinite planes. Just as countless worlds are born, they also dwindle into nothingness. 
For many life forms, the cycle of death is a natural principle, while for others it is merely an illusion. The universe displays her balance with force is met with opposition. Proof of such a notion is good versus evil. For eons, the Draco lepers have been locked in a timeless war with the unseen evil, one so great that an ancient prophecy foretells that these harbingers of death will usher in the era known as the dawning, an event so catastrophic it will forever change the landscape of all reality, shredding the very fabric of time itself. Who are they, you ask? Hermophytes, a cruel primordial race of shapeshifters hell-bent on destruction and the utter annihilation of all life forms in their path. Most businesses will typically use a plan that has a standard nine-part plan, and it contains some of the highest value information that these VCs and angel investors are looking for in terms of metrics that are going to attract them. And it will include things like your executive summary. It's going to include your business description. It's going to include a market analysis. It will also include your business structure. And it's going to include your business products and services. And I'll be honest with you guys, the products and services part of the business plan was like the most fun part of writing my business plan. I had so much fun writing that part out. And I just found myself really getting kind of long-winded. Not, again that it matters because it's for internal use. But, you know, if you're not looking to use it internally, guys, keep it short and simple. Your marketing and sales, uh, what that's looking at is is what strategies you're planning to use to market and sell your products and services. It's also looking at the market analysis and what kind of competition you have within the market. It's also going to address funding requests. Again, banks, venture capital firms, angel investors, they're all going to hone in right there on section seven. And then they're also going to take a quick peek at section eight, which is typically any financial projections that you have based on the previous information in any market research that you have done. Additionally, there's usually an appendix in there. Appendixes, guys, are typically used specifically for the purpose of tables, graphs, sidebar notes, things along those lines. Now, a complete business plan can take as much as six to 12 months, according to Harvard Business Review. I'm going to tell you that I've been working on our business plan for over six months and it's not done. And in my mind, business plans are never done. So take it for what it is. And as I stated earlier, we are the of the belief that it needs to go above and beyond that just for your own personal uses of that nine sections, you guys. Going the extra mile in your business plan can and will make a difference not only in what you do, but how you do it. And it's going to keep you at the ready for anything, allowing you to make adjustments in your business goals, activities, products, services, and so much more. So don't skip out on doing this business plan, guys, because if you do, you realistically can cause your business to fail. Again, like I stated in the pinned tweet up above, that pinned tweet up above is very clear by not having a complete business plan you can limit yourself by 16 percent so if you're if your business plan is absolutely thorough and complete you're going to be 16 percent more viable to succeed than any other competitor out there so you know don't skimp on it it's for your own good, I promise. The Comart's business plan consists of the following sections and details. An executive summary, a business description, the business mission statement, which ended up being 
like a page, page and a half, which typically a mission statement is about a paragraph. But again, mine is mine. <laughs> Market analysis. I did add some side notes here within the, the notes of the class, you guys, of sections that I am going to reveal versus sections that I am not going to reveal. That will be in the show notes. And so market analysis is one of those because we've actually got about three different markets that we're really, really targeting and that we've analyzed to try and get the best success possible. Our business structure, which does include uh, the current and projected internal structures, meaning upper management, things like that. Okay, guys, the business products and services. Again, we've had to update that numerous times as we've been in the space because we're consistently growing in the market and the, and the business needs and demands are changing. So you have to be fluid. Uh, we've also added a section about pain relievers. If you don't know what that is, don't worry. We will get into that in, in the future. Your new unique position and advantages. We are going to do a partial review reveal on that guys there's proprietary stuff in there that i'm not going to show you guys but we are going to give you some of it uh key metrics in web 3 and nfts again we're going to give you part of it not all of it most of you guys should have a fair amount of this stuff anyway within your own research in regards to nfts and web 3 but in the event that you don't you'll be able to get some of that from us your channel utilization guys what it means by channel utilization is how are you going to utilize what channels whether it's social media whether it's website whether it's brick and mortar, whether it's a billboard in Times Square, whatever it is, those are all channels. How do you plan to utilize those channels and what channels are you planning to utilize? And you need to have a really clear idea on those channels as you're going into this because that's going to really set the pace for your brand, for your business and project. So the next part is your ideal consumer target. If you do not know who your customer is, how are you going to hook them up? How are you going to solve their pain? What makes them want to purchase from you to relieve their pain? You you have to know who your ideal target and or customer is at the end of the day. Because if not, you're already in trouble. If you're just shooting blanks into the wind, you could hit anybody. Doesn't mean they're interested in it. So make sure that you know who your consumer is. Your operating plan, your operating costs, ideal and current revenue streams. I'm going to do a partial reveal on that for you guys. Again, not that I have to, but I'm going to because I believe in transparency. Marketing and sales plan. I'm going to do a partial reveal again because some of these strategies have not, uh, some of the, the things that we've gotten planned, we've not revealed to anybody yet, and we're not going to give you guys any alpha on some of the stuff that we're looking into and planning out. Financial projections. Guys, I'm not going to reveal that to you guys. That's proprietary information. I'm just not doing it. Appendices. I'm not going to reveal those either, again, because they do conclude, include proprietary information that we've built out in different graphs and charts and, and things. So I'm not going to share that with you guys either. But I'm going to make sure that you guys have firm understanding of what each of those sections are, whether they're revealed or not. As I stated earlier, we as Comards NFTs have spent a total of more than 200 hours building out our business plan. And like I said, even as we speak, the plan remains fluid and it's adjusted as we need to adjust. A lot of you guys think that, and some of you may have looked at various business planning softwares. Guys, you do not need some sort of an expensive ass subscription to a software or a uh, just even a, 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 a one-time payment software. You don't need it, all right? Now, does that mean you shouldn't use them or consider them if you have it within your financial budgets to do so? No, not at all, because they do have the tools to kind of help guide you in the right direction, and they a lot of them will give you tips as you're going through each of the sections on what kinds of information should be placed within those sections of the business plan. So, but no joke, I've seen business plans really start on a napkin, and, and I'm not even playing. But again, it doesn't take too much in the way 
way of materials to create a business plan. You can even start with as little as a notebook and a pen and just begin by jotting down your ideas, your visions, your goals, your your consumer idea, all of those things. Just kind of rough note them up and then you can build it out from there. It's kind of like a brainstorming session and I found that to work really, really well for me in, in the creation of the Comarge NFTs business plan. And, and again, at some point you might want to consider investing into a business plan software or even putting it into a digital format for future uses as needed as they arise. Generally speaking though, business plans that are digital in nature and are stored online, I, I feel like they're they're at risk for proprietary violations, things like that. So me personally, I, I just, I'm not okay with that. Now, do I store it digitally? Yes but I'm very careful with, with who I share it with and what pieces and things like that because there is some proprietary stuff in there. And all of you guys, as you're building out your plans, will find that you're going to have some proprietary ideas and maybe even softwares and projects and whatever that you're putting into your business. So as you're building out your plans, sometimes you'll actually spark more ideas, which I found to be quite troublesome. <laughs> Because it, it's kind of like, oh, squirrel, there it goes. Okay. If you're going to be using a, a planning software, though, be thorough in your investigation of each of the softwares that you're looking at and even just the ones that I've given as examples here that I have looked into, just so that way you can make an informed decision. Don't FOMO over any given one. We've all made mistakes in the past of FOMOing over various NFT collections and projects. Uh, don't do that here. Uh, if you FOMO into the wrong one, it could cost you your business. Keep that in mind. Now that we are here, we're going to take a look at several providers and softwares. To help you look, we're going to include a list here, which you guys will see in the show notes, of the different providers, as well as as what we believe are the pros and cons. We do want to be clear though, we are not recommending any one of these given softwares over another simply because it's important to not let our thoughts and opinions impact your ideas and your decisions. Guys, don't FOMO. And if I give you my opinions, then guess what? You're going to FOMO, which means you're not going to make an educated or informed decision on your own. And you're just going to be like, oh, come on, talked about that one. I, I think I'm, I'm going to go with that one. No, don't do that. <laughs> please don't do that. And again, not financial advice, guys. I just want to give you guys as much of the information as I can. Now, again, I wrote our business plan and it started solely in a notebook. I then turned it into a digital document, which I then turned into an editable PDF. It's stored on a hard drive that is external. And when it's not in use, it's not connected to my system in any way, shape or form. Again, for, for privacy reasons. All right. So the first of the softwares that we had looked into is one called Live Planned. It was created and it is owned by Power. Palo Alto software. Now, for those of you that are familiar with Palo Alto, uh, they've been around for a number of years and, and they're pretty reputable in the softwares that they do provide. This is considered to be one of the most overall business planning softwares out there, you guys. And it does include a multitude of, of templates and easy to use interfaces. And it's even kind of slick looking in appearance, which is kind of cool. It's more modernized, I guess is what I would say. And it does also offer you guys intuitive and easy to use features. Now, some of the pros for this software specifically are that most of the plans are affordable for new and small businesses. Uh, Palo Alto has even gone the extra step though to set it up so that you can pay as you go. So if you don't have time or the funds to pay, you know, this this annual fee, which can get astronomical depending on, on your plan that you choose, it's not a big deal there because they're going to allow you to set up payments for that, which is pretty cool. And it's actually a 
kind of a unique feature among these kinds of softwares. So keep that in mind. There's no long-term contracts. There's no cancellations. So if you subscribe for a year and you cancel six months in, guess what? You're not going to get penalized with a fee for it. To me, that's good news. Again, just pros and cons that I've been made aware of. You can use this software specifically on both PC and Mac, and it is also a cloud-based option as well. They have also included a library of resources that include video guides to help you with every single step of your business plan. Some of the cons are, guys, is that it's difficult to learn to use. And, and what I mean by that is, is that the interface is pretty intuitive, but unless you know what you're looking for, it's, it's irrelevant. So it is difficult to learn. Uh, it can be complex and challenging to even enter in your financial projections. Financials here are not a huge priority in terms of the number of features that they put into this specific software. Additionally, it does not allow for much in the way of integrations like uh, Intuit, for example, for bookkeeping records and financials. And that's just one example. The next uh, software that we found and looked into was Plan Guru. It has way, way more financial features than nearly every other business plan software out there that I have found. And one of the things about this is, is that generally speaking and talking to other business owners who utilize this software, they've stated that they will use this one with another one in conjunction and then they'll meld the two pieces of information that they come up with together. And the reason is, is because Plan Guru really hit a home run on the financial side of the business plan that they produce and, and that their software provide. It does put a lot more focus on that financial side, which is, I don't know, pretty cool because if you're looking for capital investments, you're going to need those details. So think about that. Uh, now, some of the pros to this software do include extensive financial tools for detailed forecasting, budgeting, and reporting. It does include both a desktop and cloud usability. It does have a significant library of tools and resources, and they do offer a free trial. But the, the problem with most of these free trials that are out there, guys, and I'll just tell you in advance, is that generally speaking, the free trials are so limited in time frame that really about the time you get started, your trial's over. So use caution with those free trials as well. You go in and you start investing a bunch of time into a free trial and all of a sudden you've got 16 hours into this business plan and now they're saying your free trial's over. Thank you very much. Not a good feeling to have and I wouldn't want you guys to experience that. So keep that in mind as you sign up for free trials on things. And also, side note, maybe a pro tip. <laughs> when you sign up for free trials on different softwares, services, whatever it is, make sure that you put that software expiration date as the free trial on your calendar to remind you the day before to make a determination whether or not you want to keep that software because I promise you these guys will automatically bill you if you forget to cancel. Sorry, just want to let you know. Now a con to this specific software for Plan Guru though is that it's super pricey. Again, I do want to point out you guys cannot forget that you do get what you pay for. So keep that in mind as you're looking at the different softwares as well. Focus is on the financial side of the business plan, which means it's not real strong for the rest of it, whether it's the executive summary, mission statement, whatever, it's it's not as focused there, so it doesn't provide as many tools. The other side of the cons is, or the other piece of the cons that we found was that without any financial expertise or knowledge, the software is pretty hard to use, you guys. And I'm not a financial guru as far as, as being an expert within financial software. Like, I can use Intuit a little bit, but I'm not a guru by any sense of the word. So it, it, it can be pretty hard. And 
like I said, this software does offer a free trial. It is a seven day free trial. This specific one, however, does allow you to do that free trial without a credit card. And that is for in loop. They also offer a free trial. There's a seven days. You don't have to add a credit card. So you won't necessarily have to worry about putting that event in the calendar to remind you to cancel it, but it's there. And loop is also among one of the most direct and probably simplest ways to write a business plan. Guys, and I would say the reasons for that is, is that it's pretty straightforward it's simple and easy to use it's affordable for most all users it's it does have an auto-generated text section to help ease your writing so if you're not sure how to write something out this auto-generated text will help you with that again they do have a seven-day free trial now some of the cons to this that that we found is that there's only one business plan template guys it's important to understand that not every business is the same so one template is not going to work for everybody and that's why we considered it to be a con additionally there are zero integrations for any kind of outside software and finally they didn't really provide a whole lot of educational resources within that software either next up we have master plan and specifically master plan lean and it's produced by moss company the company is three decades in the making with more than 10,000 users and they do have customers in 20 different countries and those plans are uh, fully effective there. It's probably one of the most thorough and complete services available on the market right now, you guys, from what I've found. If you find something better, please let me know. But it is probably one of the most complete ones out there. With that in mind, though, you do need to understand that it's also among the most expensive. Now, it does have a lot of pros to it. Some of those do include a huge lot of tools for you guys to aid in, in the success of your business plan and business. Very good reporting. They have accurate forecasting, strong customer support to help you get the most out of the service and the software. They offer a non-stop 24-7 customer service, but again, it's expensive. These guys will literally, you can pick up the phone and be like, hey, I need some help. I don't understand this part. And they will walk you through it. But believe me, they're charging you dollars as they're doing it. So again, get what you pay for. Now, some of the cons to this include a pretty strong learning curve in terms of the use of the software itself. Again, it is very expensive expensive. And if you have only one person using this service and writing the business plan for your team, no matter what, you're still going to have to pay for no less than five people to have access to that business plan and make edits and, and things like that. That is a huge downfall for me because like me, we're a small team, you guys. There's no point in me paying for five people. That, that's dumb. Now, remember, it's always, always an option to create your business plan the old fashioned way, just like Comart's NFTs did, which is through a notebook and a pen and several scribbles and several ripped out pages. And the list just goes on and on and on. Um, so in conclusion, guys, what I'd like to see you guys do over the next week is do some of your homework if, if you're looking at building a business plan, rewriting your business plan, maybe updating and upgrading your business plan. Do your homework, look at the different software, look at the different services that are available. Do not be afraid to look at softwares that I did not discuss here. Guys, I could have kept going with the softwares that we've looked at and with the softwares that we have used in the past as even trials, and it wouldn't have really benefited you guys directly. These the four that we listed are some of the top four in our opinion. Again, it's our opinion. Take it for what it is. I want to let you guys know that you can also get in touch with the SBA if you're in the United States. If you are not in the United States, I'm sorry, I'm not sure who you would contact in your specific countries, but I, I can't imagine that there's not somebody in those countries that helps you guys build out business plans as well. So the SBA, again, is the Small Business Administration. You can actually get one-on-one -on -one appointments with them free of charge you guys to sit down with you and talk about different aspects of your business plan, which we actually did sit down 
come with an SBA guy in our local area. He took one look at our 430 page business plan and he came in, he sat down, put his briefcase down. He looked at me and he says, so I'm not real sure why you, you feel like you needed my help. I said, really? I said, I was just kind of looking for your feedback. And he, uh, he's like, well, he says, first of all, the business plan is entirely too long, too complicated, and too in-depth for most people to read. If you're looking for investors, it will go straight into the trash can. I'm like, well, I'm not looking for investors, which you know from reading the financials. I said, so yeah, I think I'm okay. And he goes, if that's how you feel about it, then you're probably right. I'm like, sick. So then we got up and that was the, that was the end of that meeting with the guy from the SBA. So, but again, guys, they will sit down with you and they will talk to you and help you out with any questions that you might have specifically about your business plan. And it's a great service to use if you're looking to to utilize a free service, the quick in and outs, whatever. In the next Comarts class, guys, we will be diving into some of the nuts and bolts of business planning, each of the sections of a complete business plan, as well as starting with the executive summary for business plans. We will be showing you guys the executive summary of Comarts NFTs and what that looks like. I have got a few sections of that redacted out just a few key statements that i just i don't want to share with you guys being honest but it is there that's where we're really going to start next week i do hope to see you guys back next week i do want to thank you guys so much for listening and tuning in you guys are amazing as always we love you and appreciate your support to keep up with everything that Comarts NFTs is doing, be sure to follow us over on Twitter at Comarts underscore NFTs. And remember to ask yourself, what did you do to make the world a better place today? <laughs> <laughs>